Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for February 10, 2011, and now the news. Years ago, back in the 1960s, Ford tried to buy Ferrari, but Enzo and Henry Ford II could never come to terms, and for years there was bad blood between the companies. Well, maybe those bitter feelings never went away because now Ford is suing Ferrari for trademark infringement of the F-150 name. Turns out that the newest Formula One car that Ferrari plans to race for the 2011 season is called the F-150. Ferrari says the F stands for Ferrari and that the 150 stands for the 150th anniversary of the unification of Italy. Ford says that's a bunch of prancing horse you know what. Ford is suing to block Ferrari from using the name and is asking for $100,000 in damages under the Anti-Cyber-Squatting Consumer Protection Act because Ferrari also has a website using the name. Now, of course, no one is ever going to confuse a Formula One car with a pickup, but what the trademark attorneys will tell you is that if you don't vigorously protect your trademark, the courts can sometimes interpret that to mean you don't mind if others use your name. Hey, we want to welcome all our viewers in China back to the program after their week-long holiday for the Chinese New Year. And as we've been reporting for some time now, Beijing is trying to contain its spiraling problem with traffic congestion by limiting how many licenses it gives out for new vehicles. Get this, the city wants to limit the number of new licenses to 17,600 a month for personal cars and 4,800 a month for commercial vehicles. And yet, right now, it has more than 306,000 people and companies applying for those plates. Probably the hottest thing that premiered in Chicago yesterday was the Camaro ZL1. This high-performance two-door is named after a special all-aluminum racing engine GM built in the late 60s. Today's version is powered by the same supercharged LSA small block V8 as is in the Cadillac CTS-V, which is nearly identical to the Corvette's ZR1's engine. In this application, it delivers an estimated 550 horsepower. Power is routed to the pavement through a six-speed manual transmission with a special dual-disc clutch. Beyond monster power, the car also features GM's advanced magnetic ride control system, special aerodynamic tuning, and massive 20-inch wheels. The Camaro ZL1 pushes all the right performance buttons, and best of all, it's scheduled to go on sale early next year. And yet the Chicago Auto Show isn't even over yet, and OEMs are already starting to preview what they're going to reveal in Geneva, which starts the first week of next month. BMW is teasing its Vision Connected Drive Study. It's another wonky-looking green concept, but this roadster promises to connect drivers to the networked world. Apparently, it also allows them to individually tailor the comfort, safety, and infotainment experiences in the vehicle. Not exactly sure what that means, but it sounds nice, I guess. And in related news, Bloomberg reports via German magazine Automotor und Sport that BMW is planning on building a van based off the 1 Series. Without going into any other detail, the vehicle is expected to be sold starting in 2014. 
Opel just introduced the 2011 Corsa. It features a redesigned front end for a sportier look and comes with new colors. Both its gas and diesel engines have been upgraded from last year's model for more power and better fuel economy. However, for 2011, a new EcoFlex 1.3 CDTI is available. And when it's equipped with stop-start technology, fuel consumption is only 3.5 liters per 100 kilometers in the three-door version. And that, folks, is 67 miles per gallon. The Corsa is offered in three styles, a three-door, a five-door, and a commercial variant called the Corsa Van. The Corsa is one of Opel's most important vehicles. Over the last three years, it has averaged 400,000 sales annually, which is 30% of all of Opel's sales. And sticking with Europe for the moment, Renault CEO Carlos Ghosn just unveiled a new concept called the Capture, which demonstrates the company's new design strategy. Renault says it's a fun, sporty crossover that's ideal for a young couple to discover the world. Well, okay, I guess. Anyways, it features a matte paint finish, winged doors, LED turn signals, and a hardtop roof that can be removed. Inside, it's designed to be warm and inviting with the use of ambient lighting throughout the interior. And the rear is lined with three layers of rope, which can be reconfigured to store different items. The Captur is equipped with what Renault calls its Energy DCI 1.6-liter twin-turbo engine that's mated to a dual-clutch transmission. Coming up next, it is time for You Said It. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. And now it's time to get to your comments and questions. Hugh Tackett heard my editorial on Ray LaHood not having the guts to blame unintended acceleration on driver error and called in with this comment. John, uh, this is Hugh Tackett in Bluff City, Tennessee, near Bristol. I just loved your comments in episode 575 today about uh, our transportation secretary, who is a chicken and a coward and all the above. But... Uh, I just uh, so delighted that uh, you blasted him. Uh, he needed that, and uh, hopefully uh, this will get back to the government uh, somewhere in the administration because he deserves that. Thanks for your support, Hugh. Much appreciated. Tony Gray saw our report on how keyless key fobs are accused of causing three deaths when drivers accidentally left their cars running and died from carbon monoxide poisoning. He says... Maybe one of the tech-savvy folks on the board can tell me if it's still possible to kill yourself by running a car in the garage if you aren't in the garage. Well, Tony, that's our fault. We should have pointed out that this involves garages with a condo above them. So the fumes went right into where people were living. Tony also says, it is my belief, perhaps urban legend, that newer cars are so clean you may die of oxygen deprivation, not CO poisoning. Well, actually, if you're talking about cars with a PZEV or partial zero emissions vehicle rating, which you can get in California and some other states, that's true. They're so clean you cannot die from carbon monoxide poisoning. In fact, in the LA basin, the air going into the engine is dirtier than the exhaust coming out of the tailpipe. Now think about that for a minute. Cars that are running on gasoline are as clean as an electric car 
when you factor in the pollution needed to generate the electricity. Michael saw our report on the disappointing fuel economy for the Mahindra pickup that will be sold in the U.S. and says, 19 miles per gallon? Oh, snap! And I was so looking forward to parking one of those Mahindra pickups in my driveway. Guess I will not be the envy of all my neighbors after all. Shucks! Michael, do I detect a hint of sarcasm? Phil in Burlington wants to know, why is it that you were able to offer free tickets to the Washington show and none to the Detroit show? Your exclusive access to the gallery shows that Baron likes you. Can you get him to loosen up the purse strings and send you some tickets for next year's show? Well, Phil, that is a great idea, and we'll start working on that right now. And finally, Vince saw our story that New York is looking at importing vehicles from Turkey for its taxi fleet. And he says, only in NYC, where Wall Street and the financial institutions brought this country to the brink of economic collapse, would they consider an imported vehicle for the new fleet of cabs. I am sure His Excellency Mayor Bloomberg will think about it driving home in his Mercedes. Thanks for all your comments. We truly enjoy reading them. And don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Our guest tonight is Sandy Monroe from Monroe & Associates, who will be talking about a breakthrough in aluminum, what they call covitic aluminum, that could make cars a lot lighter. Journalist Gary Vasilash will also stop by. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best discourse on the auto industry tonight on AutoLine After Hours. And that's today's report for the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.